Happy Friday. This is your first ever listening on the Woman Podcast. My name is Tamani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and inspiring all women to be bossed through support and networking. We partake in a variation of different initiatives like group community service. We have an international motivational podcast like this one. We do webinars, seminars, workshops. You name it, basically do it, sis. We're known as the one-stop shop for empowerment, and you are listening to the Woman Podcast podcast where I sit down with female entrepreneurs or W bosses rather which is what we like to call them and I sit down with them and I talk with them not only about the topic at hand but also their journeys of becoming bosses up until the point they will record this episode and if this is your first ever listening to our podcast and we do updates in the beginning of every single episode and we have three for you ladies this week so update number one the official W boss up academy 12 month coaching program will be announced very very soon I announced on our podcast a few weeks ago that our Boss Up Academy will be launching soon. Initially, we said six weeks, but then I was like, no, let's turn into an entire coaching program. So that will be announcing very, very soon. So ladies, if you weren't able to hop into our mentoring program, which only opens twice a year, you will have an opportunity to get coached by me within your business for 12 months through our Boss Up Academy. And again, that will be announcing soon. So just be on the lookout to our official Instagram page at Women of Lynn and subscribe to our website at Women org to be in the know when we announce before we even post on our Instagram. So that is update number one. Update number two, if you ladies follow us on Instagram, then you ladies know that our W Mentees graduated this past Sunday. We had a 14 total girls graduate from our one-on-one mentoring program. Um, you ladies know that the program is built to last 12 months, which is a year. They did amazing things throughout that year. They finally got to the finish line and they graduated with their brands. These women are completely different women than who they were when they started our mentoring program and I was just so proud to host their graduations to see them off into their next journey of this development and business growth. So we just had that this past Sunday. That's update number two and lastly update number three. We will be having our first official fundraiser of the year coming up this month actually. It's now April. Coming up this month later on this month it will be an in-person fundraising event. Of course it will be a socially distanced event. Of course, we'll be super safe, but just be on the lookout to exactly what the fundraiser will be. It will be outside, and I cannot wait to see everyone. I did want to drop a hint. Okay, I'll drop a small hint. I'll drop a small hint for you ladies. So it's centered around exercise. Okay, that is our fundraiser. And the fundraiser is for our Goal Getter Scholarship for our mentoring program. You ladies know that we like to award one mentee a part of our program that shows the most business development growth, a monetary scholarship each year. So we are fundraising for that. But the actual fundraising event will be centered around exercise. We have an instructor and everything. So ladies, just be on the lookout for us to announce that coming up these next 
next few weeks. And that is all of our updates for this week. All right. So if you ladies want to stay updated for everything that we're doing, not only as a podcast, but also as an entire organization, as always, sis, go ahead and subscribe to Wimbledon.org to be in the know of everything that we're doing as an organization. Okay. So that is all of our updates for this week. And you ladies know we also have segments a part of our podcast. We have a woman to watch of the week and then we have an ask some money question of the week. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with our woman to watch of the week. Our woman to watch of the week is the amazing Erica Knox. She actually was a keynote speaker for our WMNC graduation this past Sunday. She had so many amazing gems that she dropped during our graduation. And she's also the founder and CEO of Mubamraki, which is a empowerment brand for women. You ladies can go ahead and follow them on Instagram at Mubamraki on Instagram. And I believe they have a Twitter as well. But that is our woman to watch of the week, Erica Knox. She is so amazing. I do believe she attended Morgan State University and she was actually Miss Morgan State I believe if I'm not mistaken and she's so inspiring with everything that she's doing with her brand and Wimbledon loves her so we would like for everyone all the W bosses listening to go ahead and support her you ladies can follow her on all social media platforms at EK the mogul on Instagram you can follow again her brand Moving Meraki her empowerment brand for women on Instagram as well okay so that is our woman's to watch of the week so ladies go ahead and follow her to stay updated with everything that she's doing as a W boss and for her brand Moving Meraki as well all right so that is our woman's to watch of the week for this week moving on to our ask Tamani question okay this question was really 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 good so I actually pulled this question from a coaching call that I just had earlier this week and it was a really good question that one of my clients asked me and she asked me how do I get clients to keep coming back okay that is one of the most important questions that you need to answer when starting a brand in a business and to make sure that it's continuously moving and growing throughout the years right once you start it so I'm gonna go ahead and bring the answer to our podcast this week because I feel like a lot of you ladies listening can benefit from this as well so to answer that question I broke it down into three main points one ladies you need to keep your promises when it comes to if you have clients or if you have customers general consumers supporters you need to keep your promises if you tell your customer or your clients you're going to do something do it okay that's just like for example if we go into the hair salon and say we want a nice blowout right we want what we're paying for we want what is promised to us so even if you're not you know providing a service or if you're not selling something even if it's for example coaching or mentoring or or anything along those lines, you always want to keep your promises. Don't tell somebody you're going to send them an ebook and you don't send it. Don't tell somebody you're going to send them a t-shirt and you don't send it. Or don't don't sell something and not ship it to the customer, say within that five to seven day grace period that you have for shipping, right? The number one easiest way to lose your clients, customers, supporters, and whoever else is to not keep your promises, okay? And again, okay, I know that sometimes it's understandable if you have a larger brand, it is a lot harder to follow through with those promises if it is harder for you to do so then don't make those promises okay so that's number one you need to keep your promises with your clients consumers and supporters number two provide results you ladies know that I'm so 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 big on this okay you need to provide results 
more than anything when you have a brand and a business because other than that, what are your clients, customers, and whoever else coming to you for? You need to provide results through whatever you do. I go on social media and I go on Instagram, I go on Twitter, and I see so many of these business classes, business courses, these webinars, and they don't provide results. I see so many of these coaches, you guys starting up these businesses, whether they're service-based, product-based, and they don't provide results. And that is the number two one way to lose your clients, customers, consumers, supporters, whoever else, because you're not providing results through whatever you do. And you ladies also know that I'm very big on your clients and customers marketing for you. So your product needs to be so, so good that it makes people go to the point of going to social media and raving about your services or telling their friends about it, right? That should be your number one marketing strategy as well. Uh, Word of mouth, which is another, a whole nother conversation for another day. But you ladies need to focus on providing results, okay? I see so many people so worried and hug up on the flyer of the class that they're hosting or the aesthetics of the event that they're hosting or the aesthetics of the packaging. You need to be worried about the product and the service, okay? That should be the main thing that you're worried about, okay? So that is number two, provide results through your product or service. Lastly, number three, you need to create loyalty within your brand, okay? Not only do your products have to be good, your services have to be good, I want your packaging to be good, I want your branding to be good, I want you to follow through on all of your promises, and I want you to have that good rapport with your base and your brand following, right? And your customers, clients, consumers. You guys need to make sure that you're building loyalty with your clients and the people that support you, whoever follows you, whoever's attached to your brand, make sure you're creating a loyalty base with them, right? Which means it'll be a lot easier for you to have support from them once you launch new things or once you start a program or when you launch a new t-shirt, when you launch that new business, okay? You guys need to make sure that you're creating loyalty with the people that follow you, the people that support your brand, and the people who also from time to time purchase from you as well, okay? I want you guys to think about that. I see so many people, they sell something to a client or customer and they never follow up. They never ask them, oh, how's the t-shirt going? Or how's, you know, X, Y, Z going that you purchased from me, okay? One follow-up can create that relationship with that customer that you need, you may need later on down the line. So I want you guys to be mindful of that as well. Start thinking about ways you can create loyalty with your brand consumers. How can you stay in contact with them? Can you add them to your email list? Can you follow them back on social media? Can you comment on their pictures from time to time? So just build that overall relationship. We need to be focused on building relationship with the people that support our business and our brands. Because once you start building that brand loyalty, again, as I always say as well, people buy from people that they know and that they like, okay? People rarely buy into a service or product. Again, people buy from people that they know and people that they like. So I'm gonna give you guys a good example as far as this. For instance, if say... Let's say someone that I don't really follow on social media, a brand that I follow, say Jennifer Lopez, right? And this isn't no shade to Jenny from the block, okay? I'm just using her as an example. Let's say Jennifer Lopez starts a makeup brand, okay? And I'm not really into Jennifer. I don't say I don't watch her as an actress. I never listen to her songs, X, Y, and Z. And she starts a beauty brand, okay? Versus say we have Rihanna, Miss Riri, okay? I, I love Ri, okay? We all listen to her music. We're invested in everything that she does and she starts say Fenty Beauty who do you think I'm going to purchase from first am I going to purchase from the person that I know and that they like say for example Rihanna or am I going to purchase from someone that say I don't really follow on social media I don't listen to their music I'm not really involved with what they do Jennifer Lopez who do you guys think I'm going to buy with 
Rihanna, right? So in creating that brand loyalty, you begin to win over clients and you begin to win over supporters and you begin to win over dollars as well as you grow. And I want you ladies to think about, okay, if I'm building a relationship with so many people, say dozens of people, hundreds of people, think about when you launch something, how successful it will be. So I want you ladies to focus on that as well, okay? So that is my third little tidbit in the answer for our Ask Some Money question of this week of how do I keep clients coming back? And the third one was probably my most favorite because it's the one that I've tested the most and that's worked the most. A lot of the ladies that join my programs, that purchase from us, that come out and support at every single event, fundraiser, invested in every single thing that we do, we have a good rapport. So I want you ladies to think about that as well, okay? So that is our answer for our Ask Tamani question of this week. Thank you so much to the amazing to be boss that asked me that question earlier this week in our coaching call. I'm so glad I was able to bring it to our podcast this week for the rest of our W boss to listen in on our answer. Of course, my client got a way more, <laughs> a way bigger answer than that because, of, of course, it was a coaching call, but... Sidebar, if you ladies are interested in booking a coaching call with me for your business, go ahead and book that ASAP sis at tamanyland.com slash book. Your girl is booked up for the remainder of March, I believe. Yeah, the remainder of March. So ladies, go ahead and start booking your coaching calls for April, which will be opening up soon if you need help with your brand and your business. Okay, so that is it for our Ask Tamani question of this week. Now diving into our topic of this week, which is bridge the gap. So this week, I really wanted to sit down with a very special W boss to the brand. And I wanted to sit down with a woman who is well versed in her industry. And she's very serious when it comes to bridging the gap when it comes to our community of women, our community of bosses, and especially for women that look like us bridging the gap that we need to see within the industry that we're in. Okay. And you ladies know that we have nothing but the best of the best W bosses with each and every episode. And this W boss is not your typical internet coach. She's a corporate manager turned CEO who built her entire company and brand out of her basement with a goal to get back her time and help other busy entrepreneurs do the same. With over 10 years in the game, retooling online strategies and services for industry executives and entrepreneurs, she has landed on business podcasts and publications, articles, and so much more. As of this year, she has impacted and transformed thousands of people nationwide through corporate partnerships, FACE, the agency masterminds, digital products, private coaching, one-day intensive, and her game-changing podcast. Coining her journey as building the foundation to your brick house, she represents legacy and generational wealth by inspiring people to take control of their life and to create their own success story. Having built her business in a way that gives her the freedom to be a superwoman, wife, mom, debt-free, and national leader, please welcome the amazing Armani Dix, everyone. Thank you so much. What an intro. What an <laughs> intro. Thank you so much. Um, uh, I'm so happy to be here. So thank, thank you for having me on board. No problem. We are definitely going to be hopping into it this afternoon. Of course, bridging the gap is so important within our community, but especially within the black women community and having women in position to kind of assist bridging the gap when it comes to business, entrepreneurship, and so many other things. So we're definitely going to be diving into that this afternoon. Now, before we hop deeper into the topic this week of bridging the gap, give us everything. Who is Armani? Where are you from? Tell us all about you before we hop into the topic this week. 
Sure, sure. And thanks again for having me on board. So, of course, my name is Armani A. Diggs. I'm a signature program strategist and business coach. I've been in, like like you said, in the game for a little bit over 10 years. I'm originally from the wonderful Washington, D.C., born and raised. Um, I reside a little bit outside of the National Harbor, that, but that's home for me. And this has been literally my baby. You know, what I do for a living is really to help inspire not only entrepreneurs, but also busy moms like myself who really don't have time to be stuck at the computer every day, but still want to be able to make a really, really good impact on the world with signature offers and digital products. And that's something that has really helped catapult not only my consulting agencies, but also helped catapult the careers and and business endeavors of many women across the nation. Um, It has been an honor to be able to serving this platform as yourself. I also host um, a podcast called Give Yourself a Promotion, which was inspired by a time in my life where, you know, I, I was at one point trying to figure out what did I want to do? Do I want to stay in my career as a corporate manager or do I want to take the leap of faith? And that's when I decided to give myself promotion and start start that platform and to inspire people to do the same. And so thank you so much for having me on board and I'm happy to be here. No problem. We are so happy to have you. I love the fact that, you know, you're very big on teaching other women to do what you've mastered doing, which is of course building a successful brand and business while being able to juggle so many other things like being a wife, being a mother, you know, the things that come with being a CEO and a boss. We sometimes forget how to balance everything and juggle everything so our community is very appreciative to have women like you a part of it to say the least so with that being said we see that you have a brand that is centered around coaching women throughout the entrepreneurial journey as you work with aspiring coaches service professionals and so much more what encouraged you to do that and to get started with you know starting that brand Well, it's interesting because I originally started um, Face the Agency, which is my consultant firm geared around just training and consulting. And I noticed that, you know, people wanted to see me. They wanted to know who was Armani. And so I started Hello Armani to kind of introduce myself, me being an introvert. um, It was very difficult for me to kind of take that leap. And so I wanted to be able to, to bridge the gap between the Hello Armani brand as well as the Face the Agency training and consultant and be able to mend the two. And so they both coincide together and I noticed that many people gravitated towards seeing me understanding what I stood for knowing my story being able to tell my story and being unapologetically me and that was something that I just could not lose sight of and so it inspired me because you know the branding aspect of your business people don't understand how important that is to establish a brand before you've established a business right you know you know people buy people they don't buy products And so that's one of the things that I've been very hell-bent on. Even though I own multiple businesses, my baby is helping service professionals because you leave a greater impact on the people that you deserve. And so that's one of the things that I've been very cognizant of when starting the Hello Armani brand to be able to, to catapult that in a way that people understood exactly what we stood for, our values and our mission, which is to help other people get the bag. I know that's right. (laughs) Get the bag, get the bag. Um, I love the fact that you touched on, you know, the fact that people buy people and not products. I stress that so, so, so much on our podcast. Ladies, you guys hear me say it all the time. And now you're hearing it from another coach. The fact that people buy people, not products is so important to just operate in your true authentic self. You never know how many people you can attract that. We were just talking about that last week, actually, um, on the last episode with China, being yourself can impact so 
so many different people. You know, people want to see who you are outside of the business, outside of the brand, and you never know who may need your story as well. And I'm very big on that. So I love the fact that you touched on that, Armani. With that being said, we see that you also decided to leave the comfortable for the uncomfortable, i.e. leaving your corporate manager career. What influenced you to take that leap of faith as well? Because so many bosses are probably at the same crossroads. Like, do I choose my business and my brand? Do I choose my career? Should I do both? What influenced you to take that leap of faith? Well, it's funny because, you know, we tend to hide behind the things that we do outside of work. And I was that person. Like, I was that person. Um, extremely successful. Um, I hate to kind of talk about myself sometimes, but hey, you got to brag on yourself sometimes. You got to. Okay. And so by the time I was 28 years old, I, you know, I was already at the six figure point. You know, I was already at the six figure point. Um, and I said, this is it's more than money to me. You know, I'm at the top of my career, the youngest in my position. And then by the time I got over 30, I just kept saying to myself, I know that I could give more. And that was the piece of it that I just found myself in a slump where I did not feel as fulfilled as I would with the endeavors that I was doing outside of work. So I started this, you know, managing multiple priorities and managing both dual careers at the same time. And I became a beast at it. And I wanted to be that person, that go-to person, that go-to consultant in the industry that people saw as that person, as that, that boss. And what inspired me to, to take the leap of faith is, you know, I promised my husband that as we started to extend our family and, and extend the, all the things that we've done, that I wanted to be home more. I wanted to create more time for my family. And that was big for me. You know, when people, when you hear people talk about six-figure brands, they automatically think 100000 in the caps there. No, ma'am. Right. <laughs> six figures is exactly what it is. And, it's, and it can get to a point where it became more than that. And so I wanted to be able to to tell my story. I wanted to be able to impact me people more. And I just got super, super bored. I was talking to um, a few clients a couple of days ago. And what I find very often is that all of my clients have the same problem. They all want to leave their corporate jobs. They all want to do um, the thing that they love to do every day. And that I was once there. And that has inspired me from the very beginning to continue to serve in that purpose. And so it's going to always inspire me. It's going to always give me the opportunity to say, this is why I took the leap of faith. But I always tell people one source of income is too close to none. Mm -hmm. And when you decide at some point to start to elevate your brand and start to elevate your business, you have to make sure that you put in front of you what's important to you and why you're doing this. What's your why? It's bigger than money. What's your why? And when I answered that question for me, that's what gave me the, the, the courage to take the leap of faith. Mm, I love that. I think it's so important for entrepreneurs to remember their why once they start their brand and their business. Because, of course, as it grows and grows and grows, of course, you'll get you know money. Of course, you'll get backs. Of course, you'll get bookings. You'll get contracts. You'll get clients. But what is your why behind all of that? Right. Because once you start to get the money, you'll start to get to that point where you're just like, OK, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's really important to be passionate about what you do as well. And I love the fact that you touched on that. And, you know, the fact that you decided to leave the comfortable for the uncomfortable. I'm pretty 
pretty sure you inspired a ton of women to do the same in bridging that gap and you know within our community bridging that gap to let other women know that look like us you can do it as well so that's why I really wanted to talk about that this week the importance of bridging the gap how can we do that more as you know the girl boss community black women in the girl boss community and continue to pay it forward to continue to have that domino effect so I'm glad that you were able to give us a little bit about yourself regarding you leaving the comfortable for the uncomfortable and inspiring other women to do the same with that being said how important do you think it is for us as women who are in the position to do so to help bridge the gap where we can in the business world amongst women well I think it's important for us to understand our worth and understand our value I think in a lot of cases especially I know for women of color we tend to undermine the value that we bring to the table and one of the reasons why I started to focus more so on signature offers and digital products is because at the time you know, I was struggling between, well, who's going to be able to afford me? Hmm. I mean, do I need to, to lowball my prices? Do I need to focus on something that someone's going to be able to afford? And I, and I had to get out of that mindset. When you make the transition and you bridge the gap between um, corporate world and entrepreneurship, it is a huge shift. It is a huge shift because entrepreneurship and business women in this business world is all about being in the mind of self and understanding the value that you bring to the table and the impact that you have on the world. And it's very important for us to understand that. And so I took the initiative with um, studying and understanding the significance of just the products that I offered and said, you know what, I will no longer lowball myself. And I mm-hmm. tell my clients that. Don't lowball yourself to accompany someone else because there's someone else there that sees the value in you. And if they really, really want to work with you, they would do whatever it takes to pay for it. And it's very important for for us as women in this business, in a male-dominated business, to understand, although black women lead the efforts and the percentages as far as the fastest-growing businesses in the U.S., it's important that we stay there. If you compare the rates between um, women of color and how how swiftly they become millionaires compared to compared to women of, that are not of color, it is a huge difference. That needs to change now. Yes, definitely needs to change. And with what you were saying about knowing your worth, especially when you're in a male-dominated industry, it is so, so, so important. I talk to my mentors all the time, and they always tell me and stress to their other mentees as well, if you don't set your price, someone else will set it for you. So it's really important to know your worth, to know, to charge your worth and tax people as such, especially because we're so undervalued. I feel like in this industry, we're undervalued, but we provide so much For instance, I was just reading an article in Forbes the other day and it was talking about how black women are the most educated group in the United States by far. However, we are the lowest paid in everything that we do and it makes absolutely no sense. So ladies, if you're listening to this episode and you feel like you need a sign to raise those rates, this this was your sign from Miss Armani herself and myself to charge your worth, tax your worth, and don't lowball yourself for anybody. So I love the fact that you said that, Armani. I definitely think somebody needed to hear that this afternoon and with that being said and leading other women while you're taking the time to bridge the gap did anyone lead you along your way if so how important have those same women been throughout your journey absolutely (laughs) I um you know I, I I would be 
I would be remiss not to mention my business coaches. You know, I still have I still have business coaches till this day, and I will probably have the business coaches until, unfortunately, I will no longer be on this earth because the mindset of putting you in an environment with people that only think like you, but that you can also learn from, is invaluable. Yes, um, I've spent thousands of dollars learning from some really, really brilliant people, brilliant minds, beautiful minds, and when you start to to upgrade. Um, not only your race, but also the value that you bring and the impact that you bring. It's all really about mindset. Mm. You have to be prepared to shift to that. And as the as the coaches that I've had in my life, I would be I'm just I'm just so thankful for them. There's actually a book called The Coaching Habit. And this is for anyone, even if you if, if you have ladies out there that decide they don't want to be a coach, they're just entrepreneurs. At some point, you're going to have to bridge the gap between the product service that you sell and the coach that's that's going to be ignited within you because you have to build the connection to show people the benefit of the product or service that you have. And so at, at some point, you're going to be a coach. That may not be your title, but at some point, you're going to coach somebody into the product or service yourself and the value that it brings to your life. And that book has been absolutely remarkable. Um, that embodies the things that I definitely believe in, but also just having those two people, those two coaches influence me along the way. In addition to that, of course, my mother. Um, my mother actually is a, is a stylist. She's a beautician. It's been a while. She's getting up in age now, so she, she doesn't style anymore. But she's a beautician, and she's always inspired me to, to take the entrepreneurial route. And so if it wasn't for her just helping me get through the battles of understanding life as I make the transition, I just don't know where I would be to this day. So I give all my praise not only to God, but also to her. Mm, I love that. I think it's so important for us as women, especially in business, to have those sources of inspiration and motivation and women that push us forward as well, who also took the time to bridge the gap for us. So for those who don't have anyone to assist them on their journey in bridging the gap, what would you recommend to them? I always recommend the importance of a community. Um, And one of the things that I've seen a huge shift in conversation, probably within the last two years, is the importance of a community. Um, Social media is brutal. Um, There are a lot of things that you may see, you may think it's an overnight success, but it's not. I have found um, value in having um, a boy, a, like a boss chick group, like just a couple of ladies that I can talk to or, a, a, you know, a, a pod that I can talk to just to bounce ideas off of each other. Um, that type of motivation that you receive every day is what helps to continue to push the needle forward. And so having a community around you has been pinnacle in the development, not only with my clients, but also just with myself and trying to push my initiatives forward. And I would always recommend that to anyone who, who don't have anyone or someone by their side to do that. I've been fortunate to have a very supportive husband that's always been an entrepreneur. So he kind of taught me the ropes. I'm always tell him he taught me the ropes. <laughs> but um, it's been he's been my advocate along the way. And when you don't have someone in your corner, you know, I always encourage people to not only to continue to read, but keep your plate full so that distractions don't, be, don't outweigh the value that you bring to the table. Um, and so that that's definitely something I would recommend 100 percent community over competition. 
Oh, I love that community over competition, especially when you're in an industry where it's so I don't want to say competitive, but a lot of things are hard to learn along the way. And for yes. instance, having a girl boss community that you can go to or just a pot of boss women that you can go to can change your game so, so, so much. That's why I'm so big on networking. I think we need to get you know more serious about that within the girl boss community, get more serious about networking because you never know who you may meet. You never know if that person can be connected to your next bag or you know that community that you're looking for or you know so much is a service inspiration and empowerment and encouragement along your journey I think is very important so ladies if you're listening to this and you're you don't have anyone in your life right now that's kind of helping you push the needle forward it's okay to search for people get out the house a little bit if you can of course in a safe way right now or attend some webinars <laughs> try to get out try to find your girl boss community try to find your tribe try to find, find genuine women around you that can assist you on your journey you can help them as well a lot of us too we forget that you know and in, in us looking for a source of inspiration you never know who you can be an inspiration for as well it can be an okay. equal transaction so just be mindful of that ladies and listening into this episode this week just be mindful upon bridging the gap know that it's okay to look for a community of women that you can go to to serve as your tribe and to serve as your pod almost like our, miss armani was talking about so i love the fact that you touched on that now with that being said what else do you think we can do with Within the girl boss community to continue to bridge the gap and push the needle forward. Well, it's interesting because what I find that when you create a girl boss community, it's a perfect opportunity to to not only do the beta testing of your offers, but also do the beta testing of the ideas that you may have. Because what ends up happening is is that we have this wonderful idea that we think is going to change the world and end world hunger, and then you put it out there because it hasn't been tested. And crickets. Mm. The girl boss community is kind of reaffirming for you because it helps you to kind of say, "Is my messaging clear? Does my niche is my niche properly communicated? Does it make sense? What do you think when you hear about this? What feedback can you provide to you?" I think one of the things that we definitely have to get out of the, the mindset of is being fearful of asking for feedback. And if it's in a safe environment, which I would hope it would be in your girl boss community, that's a place that definitely you would want to do that for. Um, I know for for me, when I speak to a lot of my clients, um, I I tend to watch Shark Tank. I don't watch much TV. I I honestly don't even have cable. Um, So I don't watch much TV, but I like Shark Tank. And I'll never forget it was an episode that talked about subscription-based businesses and saying how subscriptions, subscriptions are dying. And I'm just like... In my head, I'm like, really? Yeah. In the, in the world of COVID, it has actually shifted to be actually a really economical business model. Um, and that's one of the areas where I've inspired a lot of my, my clients to possibly consider if they already have a warm audience. Within that membership and within that community, not only do you generate residual income if you have really good traction, but you also build a sense of safe environment. And that's a perfect place for you to be able to to do that in. What I find is that when a girl boss community is created, a lot of times there are people in that community that can benefit from the offer that you have before you even put it out there to to your cold audience. So your warm audience may be already in that community and you don't even know it. Mm. And that's that's one thing that I can definitely say will help continue to bridge the gap because not only will it help you meet your goals that you have set for yourself because you have if you haven't set yourself uh, monthly goals then why are we here you're turning your wheels and it starts there 
it starts in the safety of that community and then you're able to build upon that by bridging the gap and extending yourself outside of the community because you've already received a validation from the people that you serve. Mm. That is a gem right there. Ladies, you guys have no idea that the people around you are probably waiting on your idea, right? They're waiting on what you have to offer, but you're just sitting on it because you're nervous. You're scared nobody's going to support it. You won't know if you fail until you try, right? You have to, sometimes you have to take that leap of faith. And there are people around you. It could be your cousins. It could be your friends. It could be a girl boss community that you're a part of. Just put out something, anything that you're sitting on because you never know that warm community that you have may have like Armani was just saying you never know if that can be pushed forward to another community your buying community outside of the warm community that you have so definitely take that leap of faith um I highly encourage you ladies to do that because you never know when your warm audience supports you you never know who that can catapult to support you as well so I love the fact that you said that as well Miss Armani so with that being said as well what has been some of the most impactful things you've learned throughout your journey thus far of bridging the gap for other women Systems. Mm. <laughs> systems. I always tell people, um, without a, a business without systems, it's like a car without gas. It's going absolutely nowhere. Um, and, and I think that, you know, with what I've learned the most about the women that I help and that I serve, um, it's interesting because in my agency, I tend to, due to the messaging, I tend to attract a lot of male executives But from a personal brand, because people get to see me as the wife, the mom, the busy CEO, I 77 percent of my my audience. And I guess I do poll (laughs) 77 percent of my audience is female. And so I do make the shift depending on how I message to them, because I want to be able to speak to them so they can resonate with me. And that's been really pinnacle because one of the things that I've noticed that a lot of women and a lot of business owners suffer because they don't have systems in place. Like I said, I, I'm a mom of, of two two boys. And one of the things that I've noticed is that I don't have a lot of time to churn my wheels. I need my systems in place so that my business can run without me. I have a team. I have a very efficient team. And one of the also things that I've noticed is that people don't understand the importance of payroll. Mm. When you decide to to transition your business and put your your people on payroll and also put yourself on payroll, then you can fly without a job. And this is the reasons why. When you go and you apply for an opportunity to either get a car loan or you're going to be renewing a lease on your apartment or even getting a mortgage, they want two years worth of income, consistent income. And if you cannot prove that with any type of stud, you're going to get you're going to have a hassle. This is FYI. So, ladies, if you're listening, always consider the importance of making the transition, not only just from 1099 in your contracts, but at some point when your business is at a level where you can do so, make the transition to payroll. Mm. It's going to be well worth the value. In addition to that, systems. You need systems to be able to operate your business without you being there. Mm. systems is probably one of the most important things that people forget about when starting a brand in a business your company needs to be able to run without you right that's the only way things can be lifelong lasting people wonder how companies like you know Amazon could run without the CEO and you know Facebook different things like that it's because they have systems in place so I love the fact that you touched on that that is definitely an entire different topic for an entire different episode because we can go all day with that one yes ma'am but last but not least, what are some general tips and points that you can give to the W bosses listening on ways that they can boss up, continue to brush a gap, and walk in their purpose in business during the season? So, 
love this question. I love this so much because <laughs> I always tell people that social media is an accelerant to your business, right? But what happens when social pe- if social media is no more, right? People are going to be home. There's always going to be mail coming in. I- I'll give this pointer all the time. They're like, really? People still respond to that? Every door direct mail is one of the things I tell people to highly, highly recommend when it comes to elevating in their business and bridging the gap. And the reasons why it's so great for this season, people are home. Mm. They're going to their mailboxes. I'll tell you exactly how every door direct mail looks like. If you actually create a business account with the USPS, you have an opportunity to create postcards for your business. You don't need the names of the residents. All you need is a zip code and target a zip code specifically that you want to bring and, and bring um, traction to your business specifically for that zip code. Oh, wow. The reasons why that's so important is because if something happens, Lord forbid, and social media goes away, which I, I hope and I don't think it will, you're always going to be able to elevate your business on and off social media. And so that's how you bridge the gap between the two so that you're safe and that you're sustainable. It's bringing, bringing your business to every door that you can at the efficiency rate that you can and when you can do so. I can tell you, you will be surprised <laughs> how much service or how much business you would get because people, you're, you can be great at what you do, but people just need to know where to find you. Mm. And if they can't find you, then no one will ever know how great that you are. So that's something that I always recommend. And I always recommend, don't forget to include marketing in your business. Posting every day is not marketing. That's not it. (laughs) But marketing and advertising your business so that it reaches the people that it needs to reach with the proper messaging is what's going to take you to the next day, to the next day, and to the next day. I can guarantee you that. I think it's so important that you just touched on the importance and the viability of marketing because I always tell my clients this, you know, I always tell the ladies who listen in on a podcast, my mentees, everyone who's a part of our brand, you turn on your TV and what do you see? You open up your email, what do you see? You open up your mailbox and what do you see? These businesses trying to get in contact with you, making sure they're in your face outside of social media. I didn't even mention social media in anything that I just listed. And those are one of the most integral points of marketing that you need to focus on, ladies, moving forward. Everyone is at home right now. Everyone is checking their mail, not only for those stimmies, but also for those discounts for those businesses that they've been wanting to support. Everybody's watching TV, right? Everybody's on their email looking at their phone, outside of social media, how are you reaching your audience? So I love the fact that you just mentioned that, Ms. Armani. I think that is so important. And I feel like we leave so much money on the table thinking social media is the only way that we can market to our audience. There's an entire audience outside of social media. Think about how many people watch TV, how much money these companies make from 30-second, 15-second commercials, YouTube ads. There's so much more money and bags lying in your face. You just need to figure out how to tap into it. And ladies, Mr. Armani just dropped a huge gem with the UPS plug. I'm definitely going to be looking into that after this episode because I did not know that. But definitely try to expand your lanes of marketing. I love the fact that Mr. Armani just said that. Now, unfortunately, in conclusion, sadly, what's next for yourself and your brand? And where can I, ladies and listening, find you, Ms. Armani? Sure, sure. So 
Um, it's funny, like I mentioned before, you, you kind of, you know, I get a lot of offers in my in my inbox, and I kind of have to filter out my assistant filters out a lot of them. And right now, actually, I'm working on um, two brand new programs. And I actually just wrapped up a webinar that's going to be coming out April 21st, um, and that's going to talk about how to double your uh, monthly sales with digital offers, digital products, excuse me, and signature offers. So that's a really biggie right now. Um, I'm definitely what I like to do is market my webinars that are live at least three weeks in advance. That's a tool. That's a tip too, <laughs> because you get more traction and more uh, client retention. Um, and also that helps me build my email list as well. So that email marketing as well is super important, but that's what I'm working on. I'm also going to, to start up and releasing a lot more interviews for the podcast as we start to transition into this spring season. And then again, I always tell people that, that LinkedIn is Bay, so that's where I reside. <laughs> because my clients, it's, it's hard. That's a that inbox that feels so quickly. But if you're looking to find me, um, I am definitely available on Facebook and Instagram at Hello Armani. And then on LinkedIn, I am at Armani A. Diggs. And so please feel free to link up with me. And thank you so much for having me on the show today. Oh, you're so, so, so welcome, Miss Armani. You dropped so many gems this afternoon, and I'm so sure that the ladies listening will appreciate everything and all the gems that you dropped this afternoon with us. So thank you so much, Miss Armani, for being on our podcast this afternoon. And thank you, ladies, so much for listening to yet another episode on the Women Podcast. You ladies can listen in on this podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, any podcast listening platform there is. We are basically on, sis. Be sure to tune in next week as I'll be interviewing another special guest. Peace, ladies. Have a safe weekend.